0: Episode 292 and the first episode of 2022. All right. Ah. See, it's a good thing Ken reminded me before we went live because uh, I would have forgotten. You had to go down. I'll and always I for have. you. Hey, well, Thank you. And I shouldn't have, though, because if you were listening to last week's or if you have listened to last week's, it was a little reflection, a little uh, look at last year, which uh, that was Ken's idea, by the way because Ken didn't want to do the podcast last week. Oh. He's, like, he's like, I'm bailing on you, bro. Wow. He's like, but you know what I would do I if just I, had I your you? your back in. Look at what you're doing. You're throwing me right under the bus. Look at that. Is that how we're going to start 2022? I can is see. That- yeah, clearly,
1: <laughs> the honeymoon is over.
0: It's over. It's over. No, but he came up with a great idea. He's like, you know, I think it would be really good. And it was a better idea than the one I had. So that it just made sense to do it. But to listen to the clip of finishing up with Andy – it seemed like a lifetime ago, and yet maybe maybe 2021 was the longest year in history, possibly. So maybe that's <laughs> Longer part of than 2020. I don't know. I'd say it's yeah. the second longest. The second year. longest behind the other one. So, Andy, if you're listening, it, it wasn't you. It really wasn't. And then we started off with John Monday. We kind of took a little look through the year, and John was our first sermon of 2021. And then we said goodbye to Andy, and then we had— well, we still haven't implemented it yet here. I mean, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the week when Ken looks at, over at camera three, flexes, and says, I am Ken Wetmore.
1: Yeah, that's true. That needs yeah. to happen, doesn't <laughs> it?
0: So if you missed last week's episode, we just gave you a little teaser of one of my favorite stories that Ken <laughs> has shared.
1: That's one of your favorites, huh?
0: It was just – I mean when I listened to the entire and – I, and I gave you the episode number. So you can go back and listen to the yeah. whole story. Because we laughed hard. And I remember after that, we laughed hard after we were done recording. And it's so, it is one of my favorite memories of doing the podcast and was the reason that I actually chose that story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no redeeming value, just a just, story that Randy it's, well, found amusing.
0: Ken tried. He said, I would like, you know, for people to think of Jesus when I'm done right. preaching more than me. And then Jeff said, You can just say, I am a child of God.
1: There we go. And so
0: we tried to help, and he still said no. But one of these weeks, you know, I I think it'll just jump
1: (laughs) (laughs) on. Keep your fingers crossed. Keep coming back and seeing when that happens.
0: That's right. That's why you have to come every week. I don't know. Could miss something good. It may bring him back to radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed putting that together, and it was a, a fun little look. And it's a short episode. It was only about 16 minutes long. So if you haven't. Don't miss it because it was a nice kind of look back at what we did last year. And so if you had a favorite moment, it doesn't have to be from the podcast, but if you had a favorite moment of 2021 as we just completely shut the door and we opened the new door to 2022, anything that stood out last year that was a favorite moment? Hmm.
1: Uh, hey, my first podcast with you guys. thats That was a favorite Oh, I, oh man. Yeah.
0: He got that one in. Yeah. <laughs> was that too fast, too slow? No, <laughs> that was a perfect pitch. Right that was, I, okay. I really
1: appreciated that. I feel like I hit it out of the park myself. I think you did. Okay, I, there we go. I like it. I like it. Jeff?
2: Oh, yeah, now you're going to bring me around to this one.
1: The right answer, Jeff, is your, yeah. favorite, your first podcast with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, here it goes. <laughs> it's yep. not the
2: honest answer, but it's the,
0: <laughs> it's the one that's politically correct. Is that that's right? That's right. I mean, if honesty is on your list of seven for this year, that's yeah. okay. You don't have to share that with us. Yeah, there you go. I think my – no, it's not my <laughs>
2: favorite. Was – I don't know if anybody knows this. Did we ever share this with – we went through a really good podcast and then we realized it wasn't uh, recorded. Uh.
0: That wasn't a good memory for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's probably not your favorite. No. No. Um, it wasn't it's, my favorite.
2: It's one of the ones I remember, and I'm thinking, man alive. Oh, dear. Uh, every so often. By the often. way, we are recording right now, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I see the numbers All going, right. so I feel good. good. The
2: red light's on. Right. and
0: Yeah. I think we're, I think we're okay. Good.
2: Yeah. I, I, favorite, actually, a favorite moment, if we're going back, has to be the opportunity that I got a chance to spend with my grandkids. Mm. We had we had just a del- one of the best Christmases we had we've never well since uh, in since our family has gotten married both my kids got married we finally had a Christmas together which was nice. we never had a Christmas hmm. day or we were all together not on Christmas Day we've Very always nice. postponed it and, so that's a big big memory so yeah sorry no that's a good nothing, one uh, that's a good nothing one. about this podcast yeah yeah well, that's okay
0: It didn't have to be a podcast, but it was just as I was thinking about it, it just brought back other memories of things that we did over t- in twenty twenty one yeah and you know kind of a a spillover from twenty twenty and and covid and you know we lasted all the way till thanksgiving of twenty twenty one before my family got covid and all the different things that we had to change and throughout the year and precautions and just Mm -hmm. the things that you do and you go, man, it just seemed like a really long year. And yet we had so much fun. I was just thinking in the podcast and how we ended the year with the love series. And then, you know, the Christmas was, was simple. I think by design, if you go back and look at those, do not stick around for the seven o'clock, the show, it's the same as the five o'clock. I promise. But (laughs) I've had people tell me that I have shared that link to the Love Is series with someone, and I'm waiting back to hear from them. Like, have you listened to it yet? Do I mm-hmm. ask them, have I listened to it? <laughs> have you listened to it yet? Hoping to get some kind of a reaction because, they're like, I really enjoyed the series, as did I. And so I would think,
1: really like you to be more patient. And I'm just hoping you're hoping that you heard.
0: Let's see. I'm looking at my list. Papers this week, people. Papers, Papers <laughs> yeah. We went I'm to at my analog. List. Let's see. Kindness, dependability. Mm-hmm. Not I in don't there? see patients on my seven. Not one of your seven, huh? No. And it should should probably, it be? It probably should. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done the homework of going back and uh, going through all of them yet. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. I totally, like Saturday got crazy after church. So you church. just,
1: you did your seven. You wrote them out. But you haven't actually looked them over.
0: I've looked them over and, I, and— Does
1: everybody know what we're talking about? Like if they weren't in church, they know— I was church,
0: just saying, know we it? might want to clarify this because
1: yeah. if you weren't in church—
0: If you were there, we kind of played the game of sevens. And in, during the message, he had basically seven things, seven questions that made up your list and he gave us would you give us a minute for each yeah a minute for each write them down quick write them down it wasn't quick. even a minute actually <laughs> yeah a lot of times it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and honestly i made all but one of them to really? get all seven in I'm the impressed. minute in the time in the allotted. time frame because honestly i thought that maybe it's just because 2020 and 2021 have been such long years i think maybe i just personally i've already been doing a little bit of this retro introspection retrospective yeah. of those years in this stuff was already on my mind, so I really appreciated that we— So
1: you're able to actually put it down then.
0: Right. The yeah. intentionality of it, though. that That's, yeah. I think, what we miss because what? this stuff can be on your mind. But if it's not like Ken said, write it down now and take action on it, then it just becomes another thing that we didn't do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think it is good that we tell give them the give them the seven yeah things
0: and so you can I mean if you want to see Ken yeah, do it, you can been. you can do it and you can catch it on the other podcast because it's important that they them. know that otherwise yeah. going to end up being lost. Number one was list the seven people you admire most. List the seven most important relationships in your life. List seven things you know. List seven things you want to know. List your top seven values. List the top seven ways you spend your time. And then seven, he was just like, let's go below the belt. List (laughs) the top seven ways you spend your money. That, folks, is the velvet sledgehammer. There it is. (laughs) Because everyone's like, wait a minute. You're not allowed to ask me how I spend my money. That's personal. It is. That's why you're writing down for yourself. Nobody nobody was checking your list. (laughs) Nobody was checking that list. And then he followed up with these other pieces afterwards to say, you know, how do the people you admire reflect and inspire your values? How does – How you spend your time reflect the most important relationships in your life. How does how you spend your money reflect your values? There it goes again. (laughs) How does what you know impact what you share? How will you go about learning what you want to know? And after reflecting on your list of sevens and what they say about you, if you could only accomplish one thing in 2022, what would it be? And how will you specifically work toward that one thing? So it was very simple when you think, I mean, those are short basic questions. Like it's it's not a yes or a no, but it's honestly, you have to come up with this is what. So again, I'd been kind of going over this myself. And so mine came pretty easy. And when I looked over it um, just before we sat down, most of everything that I wrote down, I like it. And I pretty much like the order that they came. Okay. And again, probably just because I'd been already thinking about this as we hit 2022 anyway. But where did you come up with the seven questions? And what w- I, I like the intentionality of what you did, but why are we st- why are we starting 20, 20, 2022 with this? That's not easy to say. Twenty twenty two,
1: easy for me. 2022? Why did we start off with this? I think because, as I said in the sermon, I think that we don't spend enough time as a, as a, as a culture and maybe even as a uh, world, um, <laughs> as human beings, reflecting into think and thinking about things and. I really think it's important to start off. Anytime you start off a new year, it's a new beginning. It's a chance to to hit a reset button. There's kind of this just this natural place where you can kind of hit that reset button. Yeah, and we absolutely. see a lot of people, you know, doing that with uh, when they make little. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. As I mentioned, you see the gym full of people on, for the first <laughs> two or three weeks of January, and then slowly. And so what I really wanted people to do is just take a moment, stop, reflect, think about their lives, think about where they're at spiritually, and refocus on what they're hoping to to accomplish this year, particularly just maybe down to one thing that they really want to arise and and accomplish. I want to do a little
2: shout-out because it, it fits really well with – I don't know, for any of you that are out there, hopefully you know this already, but we are starting uh, group life at yeah. Whole Life. And uh, the book is uh, by Justin Early, The Common Rule. And it's an interesting piece that Ken did this because most of the time our focus is on either our behaviors, um, wanting to change Mm -hmm. what I do uh, or how how I do it or whatever, or we want to change something about the way in which – we decide didactically we're going to uh, handle an issue or how we want. And and he said – and he's in this very first piece, it's about looking at your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so as Ken was going through this, I thought, wow, this is timely because – as a matter of fact, our group talked about it this morning in terms of – how do you process through your values? How do you process through some of those relationships and the experiences that happen within those relationships? What are the thoughts you pull away from that? And I think this exercise here is also extremely helpful when it comes to how I look at prayer, mm, okay. how I look at my, my relationship with God. Because it now gives me an opportunity now to, like he says, reboot, reset and understand how my thoughts actually process through those experiences rather than just, you know, wanting to go hit it didactically (laughs) or change my behavior. Those become tasks. And I think processing – it's like nobody wakes up in the morning and says, oh, man, I got to breathe today. It's part of –
0: Life. I'm glad that's an autopilot thing. It is, right? Well, I thought the intentionality for me partially was or maybe even more than partially, maybe the majority of it seemed to be that we were looking back. At What we had just talked about. I mean, and you talked about that a little bit in the message that when you are going to come on board a new church, and you mentioned this over, I think, two weeks ago, following someone that's been here 37 years, and then (laughs) all the things that were on your plate before you were coming here to go, I need to stop, take a breath, and I need to be intentional about what we're doing. So I really felt like the Love Is series, really, all seven of these fit To me, inside that love is. And that, and maybe that's again another reason or another part of why I've been processing this. And then when you have worked through those for what was that, nine weeks, I think. Then when you come to this, you go, Well, we've been talking about what we're supposed to do here. And you, like you said, a lot of times you preach the week and the next week, it's like, Man, God, you didn't have to give me the you know the uh, the <laughs> test right after the week you could have waited a little bit but i feel like we all go through those a little bit where you sure. because it's fresh in your mind these are the parts you see that go i am really suffering in this area and so i just thought it was a great way to almost bring a little bit of last year a little bit of a test on the spot didn't give us a lot of time and to just be quick about it but then also go back and relook at it and like you said it doesn't become so much a task as oh yeah this is something that's pretty easy that i already kind of know because of what we've been studying and i just i felt like this was i just, i really enjoyed it we left church and i was just like wow that was uh that was amazing even though we've had the whole series was amazing and we learned a ton but to put it in, in action, so I'm assuming then that this somehow interconnects with arise for oh. this year. Mm. I am. Uh, I, I mean, I'm assuming. Your, I'm your sorry. powers of
1: deduction, <laughs> Sherlock, are pretty fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't even have any hermetically sealed envelopes here sitting <laughs> yeah. in the studio, so there.
1: Well, there you go. So uh, you know, um, yeah, this is uh, this was a good transition <laughs> sermon for us. Mm. We. You know for those of you who are wanting to know how we we kind of make the the stew at the end of the day and how we decide on what's going to be preached about you know we'll we'll sit down as a team and kind of pitch ideas and where we're where we're headed and what we're thinking about and one of the things that that happened is we thought, okay, so this is the first this is actually the very first day of the new year, so this is January one, yeah. And so we have the you know, we have our Arise theme that we're about to launch this uh, this this coming Sabbath on, on what is this the, the eighth? The eighth, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna launch it on the eighth, but we thought, well, should we launch it on the first? And so we are there's some talk back and forth. Do we launch it on the first? Do we wait till a little bit later? And we thought, you know what, we really wanna wait a Sabbath probably till we would have a, a large uh, people back from from vacations oh, yeah, and things like yeah. that. Although I will say, Jeff, I was kind of surprised at how many people we had at church on it was. December twenty five and January one. I I was beyond surprised. And I was really grateful and pleased. <laughs> Actually, so were we. Yeah, yeah we um, were.
2: My family too. We thought, man, alive! This is this is great. People
0: are. Usually it's a kind of a ghost town because so many people are traveling. Yeah, well, that's
1: what I thought it would be.
2: But yeah. um, maybe traveling isn't done as much right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that might be a lot Why would
1: that of be, it. Jeff? So, <laughs> so anyway, but we, as we talked You're about that, me. we were talking about doing a, a communion, and we just thought, you know what? It'd be nice to start off the year with communion, and from there we kind of— uh, processed out further and started thinking about doing the questions that, that you know that we brought up that we were just talking about earlier. And this is actually something I've been doing for a number of years with the students that I teach at, uh, the, at Middle Tennessee School of Anesthesia. This is a little exercise I have them do every year mm. and and I found it's really it's just a very helpful thing because when you when you have to do it quickly, you tell the truth, and when you do, when you tell the truth, you give yourself the opportunity to, to say, How am I really spending my money? How am I really spending my time? And it's not a judgment, it's not, Oh, terrible you for doing this. It's a, Is that how you want to be doing it? Is that what you want to be doing? And so, when you sit down and look at that, and the other part of it is, Who do you admire? Have you ever thought about why you admire them? Yeah. Have you thought about if there's some celebrity out there that's on your list of people that you admire, do they actually relate to the values that you have or do they not? Or is it just something different? What is it about them that makes you resonate with them? And and I've just found that the people I admire, I tend to model my life after. Mm, absolutely. So anyways, I wanted to use that as a foil to to get people to think about last year and then think about what do I want this year to look like?
0: Well, there's so much intentionality in that, but maybe the question that we have to ask ourselves, if this is something that you weren't prepared for and you had to raise your hand because you didn't have anything to write on and maybe right now in your life you weren't prepared to actually think about these things and you jotted some things down and you're looking at them going, maybe this does seem like a lot because I really haven't been giving this a thought because the things like how we spend our money, how we spend our time, those things can often skew little bits at a time to where you go, wow, yeah. I didn't really even, because if you handed your list maybe to your spouse and then you'd be like, ah, uh-uh, come on. Yeah. What, what about this one here? Don't yeah. you think that one deserves a little bit further over to the top? Yeah. And I think when you when you stop and do that.
1: Well, Randy, you've given me an idea for next year. We'll, uh, we'll just have everybody uh, hand it to the uh, person to significant left. person <laughs> in their in life. Their life. And right. have them uh, fact check it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs>
0: Ooh. If we're going to be intentional about asking the questions and attempting to do that, why is it so important when we, we know we should do it, but yet it's hard to be intentional sometimes because the answers that we might come up with aren't comfortable. So the more we're intentional about everything that we do, whether that's reading our Bible, focusing more on Christ, working on our relationships, how we spend money – this is a kind of a a task that we probably should be better at it if we're not very good at it. And I think we probably all have room to be better. Any resources we can give someone that's just, you know, maybe you're a procrastinator sometimes like I am, or maybe you're just not ready to do this. Is there any like any book or an exercise other than answering the seven? (laughs)
2: Uh, This was actually a question that uh, was, again, this is part of the book. I think a question is is how many of your values, um, when you really think about them, do they include other people? Oh, okay. Because I, I do think that if this is just going to be something that you check off and that you do and not make it a – you said intentionality. It, yes, most habits do need to be intentional when you're forming them. Eventually, right. they don't need to be intentional at all. As a matter of fact, eventually, you can hopefully say that they're
0: Habits, unintentional.
2: Right. You know, oh, okay. they, just,
0: they just become part of your everyday – and I think – Because New Year's resolutions to me seem intentional <laughs> on January 1st. Yeah. And then very soon after that, they they don't seem so intentional. Well, for a, like
2: I'll give – I'll be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think, by the way, it's really important that we understand that vulnerability – is very important, that we hmm. do need to take some time once in a while, even though it's difficult to be, yeah. be vulnerable. But you know, for a husband to say, well, honey, I'm trying to love you, sure, um, <laughs> that's not very satisfying <laughs> for, for the wife, right? Yeah. So it doesn't come across well. But when we, when we think about it and we realize, wait a minute, wh- what do I really, really want from this relationship? Is this about me? Or yeah. is this really a relationship that I believe I'm in wholeheartedly for the other person and, and, and for my you – because know, the relationship is a completely different entity than myself Absolutely. or the other person. So I enter into this relationship. So as I look at those pieces of intentionality, it's am I doing this for me and what I can get out of it or am I doing it for the sake of the relationship because I truly value not only myself but the other person within that relationship.
1: Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would I'd give you two resources. You asked for some resources. The, yeah. Uh we are just this week launching whole life groups. They're small groups uh within our church and uh Jeff has done a great job getting them all set up and ready to go. Even though they're launching this week, I would say it's not too late to get in on one if you haven't. And okay. just go to uh, whole life and look for that there. Um, Jeff, is that is that on the website they on whole where they can just go on? Actually,
2: there? if you want to be part of a group, it's it's real simple. It's just whole life slash
1: common rule. I bet you Randy can put that into the show notes for you. So you can just click on that, right?
0: I I just wrote it down because I did – earlier when you mentioned it, I made a note to myself to make sure that we did uh, get that information. That's one thing you can do. You can join
1: one of those, um, and I'd highly encourage it. What we're doing is we're going through a book called The Common Rule, and it is a book that that, – it's written by an attorney. Christian attorney, and he basically found himself having panic attacks and feeling overwhelmed in his life. And he just wow. and he, this is a very very intelligent person, but he was having a, a really he was having some, uh, just kind of a breakdown in his life. And so he went back to the basics, and he he came up with four daily rules for himself and four weekly rules for himself that he follows. And and so in the book, he suggests what those those rules are that he thinks to, that will help you maintain sanity and connection <laughs> with God. And I think. I think it's a fantastic way to start off the year. I think people will really be uh, just really blessed by it. So I would just uh, just kind of encourage you to do that. The other thing that uh, that you can do if, you, if you're like me and you kind of struggle with making new habits, the best book I've ever found on habits is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And that is an excellent book, uh, Atomic Habits. It really breaks down how to make new habits and how to Create new patterns in your life, and so I would just strongly recommend that book for people who are trying to figure out how to create. How to do it, yeah. You know, new new ways of doing things, and and what I love about it is it's 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 not hard. It's he, James does a great job of breaking down into just really simple, simple. steps cool. uh, on how to do that.
0: I like that. Well, and speaking of being vulnerable, the one that I immediately wrote down the the goal you said pick one at the end. After reflecting on your f- list of sevens and what they say about you, if you could only accomplish one thing in 2022, what would it be? And mine was I want a date night with my wife every week. Nice. Just because hmm. I think when you don't, you know, you, when you have teenage kids <laughs> that are going in different directions, and uh, my wife homeschools, and, you know, sometimes hours at work go late and cross over and things like that. And you find that it's like, well, we woke up in the same bed and we <laughs> saw each other as you were going out the door and, you know, text messages through the day, but there's not always 15, even 15 or 30 minutes of really like, no, kids have to go away. Mom and dad need to be together and it makes your family better. And so, one of the things I'd been thinking about all through the end of the year was this is something that I want to accomplish. So, that was an easy one. And so, uh, we talked about it and trying to figure out like, there's going to be times when, it's going to be pinched for time. Like, what counts? <laughs> like, how right. do we how do we hold ourselves accountable to this? And even if that's like, look, we're just going to go in a, in a different room, lock the door, and and just be quiet and read to, read together in the same room. Like, it, does that count as time together? And <laughs> you know, just so when we know it's tight, we don't miss is that we can make it a habit. Nice. And it was the first thing that I wrote down or typed out on my phone uh, during church, and so. That's one that—that uh, that was actually one of our reflections as well for the week. And so that's what I want to suggest is that after you go through this little exercise—and Ken made it fun in church, so definitely if you at least listen to it on the podcast, Speaking Grace, if that's in the—the the link is in the show notes for that as well. But you might want to watch it. It was a short service, and uh, that's uh, that's on the website. Whole music West. was church. incredible, oh, too. Yeah. The music yeah. was really good. The whole program, and, and I really felt like when you said, you know, kind of struggled with the— Doing communion twice, mm-hmm. but I really felt like it was a really good fit. Like yeah. it, it made total sense, and it didn't. It, even though I was at uh, New, uh, not uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, candlelight, candlelight, candlelight <laughs> communion there. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say it because it just isn't coming out. So I was there. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> then. You know, the next week you're here again, and you're like, "Oh, it's because Heather said, well, they can't.' That's a misprint. They they can't be communion <laughs> two weeks in a row. And, and I looked, it. It. They have an <laughs> isn't it every thirteen weeks? Yeah, every, 13, every thirteen, <laughs> every yeah. thirteen weeks. Yeah, uh, you remember those things like mission spotlight. But i was, oh, I went yeah. to the I went to the show notes. See, guys, everything's in the show mm-hmm. notes. I, I said, "No, look, it's in the show notes. I copied it from Tammy's email. There and if, you it go. Tammy's if it comes email, from Tammy's email, you can count on it. Well, forget it. That is gold. Sign it, stamp it, deliver." it. <laughs> And send it out. It's good, yep. and she's like, "Communion too." She's like, "Well, this will be interesting." But it it really was. I Man, I really felt like it was a good way to start the year with this exercise. Even though everything was a little bit abbreviated as far as the service, but the music, everything, it was it was fantastic.
2: Yeah, it was a
1: nice fit. And I got to tell you, we plan the the whole calendar for this year is pretty well planned out for what we're doing with the uh, with ser- sermons for the rest of the year. And it's going to be a really good year of um, just the topics that, that we're going to be covering. And uh, this month, uh, we're doing the Arise series. Mm, yeah. And then next month, February, as, as most of you know, February uh, there's, it's Black History Month. We're doing a series called Old Testament Justice. Oh, um, so oh I'm boy. looking forward to <laughs> uh, to that one, the old Old Testament Justice series. I like so it. I think I think you're really gonna enjoy that one. I've I've had fun uh, starting to work on that, and uh, and then uh, we have a guest speaker that's going to be coming in the first of February. Her name is Dana Edmond. He's a friend of mine. He uh, works with uh, with regional conferences within the Seventh Day Adventist oh, okay. denomination. And so uh, he's going to come in. He's going to he's going to talk about. Well, I don't know what he's going to talk about for sure uh, for his sermon because I tell him
2: preach on what's on your heart. It. Just do yeah. what
1: you want to do. And uh, but I do know in the afternoon he's going to do a, a really fascinating. I've heard him do this seminar before, but a really fascinating history of the Seventh Day Adventist mm. and and Black Seventh Day Adventist and the the history that the Adventist Church has with racial issues Ooh. and things. I think uh, I think it'll be very very. If you're not familiar with it it's enlightening. And so I hope that people will take some time out to do that on the 29th. So excited about this on the 29th. We are having a really amazing evening. We've got uh, our worship choir is going to do Mm -hmm. a concert at four o'clock, and then at five o'clock, we're going to do. We're trying to give the the right name. I've been calling it a town hall, but what we're going to do is it's going to be a, a chance for church members to hear the plans for this year, what's going on, and then it's also there'll be an open mic so people can ask questions and Ooh. interact with the the church staff. You know, any questions that you had that are going on, but it's going to be a really exciting opportunity for you to hear all the amazing things that are happening at Whole Life Church and the amazing plans that we have for the upcoming year. So that's— Nice. I I hope the 29th is the right date, but it's the last (laughs) last Sabbath in January.
0: Well, I am sure we'll get more emails about that before it's all said and done. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And
1: then let's not forget, we've got a special guest speaker coming in on the uh, 15th of this month. Oh, yeah? Who's that?
0: So i like uh, you're looking at me, and I'm like, no one's told me anything. So if it's oh, me, I'm not prepared. N- n- not no, you, I'm but it is somebody. Oh, it. They, it's just- <laughs> you said special guest speaker. Never mind, that wouldn't be me. I'm
1: sorry. I gotcha, Jeff Cincomani. Jeff Sinkamani. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be um, speaking.
2: I think this is uh, nice. This is not uh, an easy, easy cover to do because I got to follow this guy over here. So I know. This I is know. Oh, stop! That's what I'm saying. Stop it.
0: Well, hopefully, your friend Edmund. Dana Dana, 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 Dana. Maybe we can do something in the afternoon, after in between everything, and, and catch up with him if he has if time. If we,
1: yeah, I think that would be really fun. So let's see what we can. That figure would be. Out with that. Would that would be to, good.
0: I would love to be able to bring that podcast to everyone, and just where we have a, a little extra time where we yeah. could do that. That would be fantastic. Be great. Awesome. All right. Well, let's see. I think that's about it. If you're vulnerable and if you're willing to share, I would love to hear what. The one thing you'd like to accomplish in 2022 is, if that's something you're willing to share, 407-965-1607. And I'll go ahead and be vulnerable. So okay. my
1: big thing for this year is creating consistent routines. Okay. Uh, I think that one of the hard things for me as a pastor is that my routines get thrown off on a pretty regular basis because <laughs> um, life happens. And so what I'm really wanting to do is establish consistency when it comes to exercise, when it comes to... The way I eat, the time I spend with my family, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just times where I'll do really, really good because, and then, but what I want to do is create a more of a marathon approach than a um, sprint and stop approach. So for me, that was, that may feel a little broad, but for me, that's, that's what I need to do this,
0: this year. I need to create consistent routines. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, I think everyone can relate to that where If you need the exercise, I'll raise my hand, I need the exercise. And I haven't done anything. I've done no running, no walking, anything basically since COVID started. (laughs) And so, you know, Heather's like, That's it. I'm 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 going back to walking every day and I'm like, Well, I'll start and then, you know, we'll I'll walk with you for a little bit and then, you know, I'll run later. And so last night we went out and Pounded the pavement for two and a half miles, and and you know felt good. It was brisk. You know how many how many nights can you say that in Florida? Was like man, I maybe yeah. should have brought a sweatshirt. So it was invigorating, refreshing. So. It was
1: brisk this morning at five a.m. when I went walking with <laughs> oh, Rochelle. So I oh, can tell you that. Five a.m. That's rough. That's I rough. Don't disagree with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is not my preferred time, Woo. but it is what works into the schedule. So that's it. All right. So if you – again, or you can send an email, podcast at wholelife.church. But we'd love to hear what those are. I think those are things that – I mean I'll remember some. I'll remember Ken and be like, hey, how's it going with the yeah. – uh, going, yeah. going with this? Checking in with each other. Yeah. You know, even if you, uh, if you find someone that can kind of help you along on that, yep. that is a huge, huge benefit. All right. The final conclusion that Ken came to was we can't escape the past and we shouldn't forget it. Instead – Learning the lessons of the past, we can begin building new structures for accomplishing God's call in our lives. And I loved how that just flowed into the end of. We just got done with this exercise. We're planning new things for the future. We want to accomplish a ton of things, but you know, let's let's focus on the one and maybe the, you know, rounding out those seven if that turns out to be a little bit more difficult. But please do use the resources that are in the show notes today. And if you have any questions, comments about the seven, let us know. And uh, we'd be happy to feature them. We did get one right before you guys got here this afternoon. We did get one question because Pastor Ken did say if you had something that you wanted to learn this year. Now, this person is a very literal person, and I know this because she's my daughter. Okay. <laughs> and so Ellie uh, sent a text to the podcast and said, Pastor Ken, this week at church you said to write down something that we want to learn, and I have a question for you. How would I find out who the 144,000 in Revelation are? So she's meaning resources. If, if, if a person wanted to learn or had uh, something you wanted to learn about, did you, as a man of the cloth, have some resources? <laughs> Maybe Revelation that. 14. Revelation 14. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Revelation 14. And, and I, by the way, that's a really good question to ask. Uh, there's uh, uh, Stefanovic um, has written— Yep. did I say that right? Uh, he's written uh, uh, just a really great book on the book of Revelation that Ooh. I would actually recommend to Ellie to take a it's look a,
2: at. It's a good read. Easy. Okay. I don't want to say it's easy. It's not easy, but it's a, she a read would, that she, she would, would understand. be fine yeah.
1: with that. And, and he actually addresses the 144,000 really? really well. I think the important thing, Ellie, to remember is that there is not an agreed-upon answer when it comes <laughs> to that particular thing. And so. Each one of us has to study our Bible and listen to God and see what conclusion He's bringing us to. I, I have my own thoughts on that particular thing, but read, do your research, and uh, Revelation 14. Stefanovic, like I said, I think his his interpretation is probably the one I probably lean towards as much as anybody.
0: And if there's anyone I would trust on the subject, it would be him. And being able to explain it, the couple times he's been on the podcast, I'm just like,
2: yeah, I think that's wow. the piece is yeah. that she's going to want to know a little more background. But... With that question, it's an important question, but it's a good one to have background on.
0: She has read Revelation since she was a little kid. She's always been interested. She's always and been. She'll curious about... this book. This it, book is, is this per... on Amazon by chance? Do you know or where can Ooh, we get it? I ABC? think it
1: is for sure. You can get it at uh, at the you know Adventist Book Center. Book Center?
0: Yeah. I will look that up, and wherever I find it, that's where the show notes will take you for today. So if you are also interested in this subject, I
1: think it is on Amazon though. Now that okay. I think it is, I it is. usually
0: do that just because everyone's familiar with the process yeah. and it's easy and it's usually. Usually yeah. the cheapest or very close to it. So, all right, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks, Ellie, for the question. And uh, let's see. Oh, next week. I think you mentioned it already. I did forget to say that, though. It's here somewhere. Arise with trust. That is for next week, the 8th. Arise with trust.
1: Yes, indeed. We're kicking off the Arise series. Uh, our theme for 2022 is Arise. And uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to to. Cracking that egg open and making some omelets. We're going to have fun. Mm, omelets.
0: Mm. Now I'm hungry. It's about that time of day, It too, is about it? that time of day. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, thanks, you guys, both for uh, – I really enjoyed our conversation. I enjoyed the message. And I just – you know, the last couple of weeks, we've just – we've really nailed some stuff down, I feel like. And I think we're – I'm excited to see where 2022 – Oh, I made it – where that goes this year to – just as we continue together learning as a family and I just see a lot of smiles in in, every week. I hear a lot of feedback from uh, when Ken says there's heads moving, there's people talking, there's people answering out loud. Sometimes I don't know if they know they're answering out loud. I've done it. (laughs) And, but it's, it feels good because it kind of feels like you're sitting with your family in the living room and we're just having a conversation. So, you know, if there was ever a time I would say man invite your friends family someone your neighbor your coworker yep. invite them to church yep oh and and dale if you're listening I know you said you catch the podcast every so often. I enjoyed the heck out of Dale and Atara. weren't they great? <laughs> they were, they <laughs> my, were my, so much fun. Uh, My
1: daughter is like, that is an iconic duo right there. That is. <laughs> uh, I that, don't know if that can that be. That must beat. be repeated. Yeah, said, I don't know if that can so be, be. I agree. Yeah. I and by the way, I agree the same. They, they did a fantastic job as our worship leaders, and
0: I just couldn't wipe the smile off yeah. my face the whole <laughs> time. So get happy. That's right. Anyway, everything from that service is in the show notes for Speaking of Grace or the live link to the website where you can watch it so just swipe up and it'll take you directly to each of those and thanks for listening. Have a fantastic week as you start out.